0: Hey, 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 welcome back, welcome back. I hope you guys had a wonderful and blessed day. If you're catching this on the replay, let me say in advance, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I always love seeing your replay notifications, your hearts, your shares, they count too. Remember that. If you're on the podcast, thank you so much for your followers and shares over there. I love seeing you guys and I wish there was a way you could interact over on the podcast. Now, those that are you of you that are with me Monday through Friday on GDT Time, welcome back god's divine time tonight's lesson we're gonna jump right into it we're not gonna dilly dally we're not gonna play around we're gonna get on into it so if you're wanting to share out and tell them hey tornado's coming out the gate tonight now's the time to do it i love y'all i really do and i know you like she always say that well you know what i don't say things that i don't mean i love y'all i really really do tonight's lesson hey C.I.A.s and those that have been with me before, um, CIA Christians in Action, yes, yes, yes. Who's your walking partner, right? Who you walking with? How you living? How you walking? Um, You know I like to frame everything from a scriptural foundation. Tonight we're coming out of Hebrews 11, 5, and 6, and then there's a few other that I'm going to impose in there. Y'all know how I do it. I put that little tornado spin on it, right? But our foundation... We're coming out of Hebrews eleven, five 5, and 6. Right, Karen? I tell you, I love these peaceful backgrounds. They just make me feel so heavenly, just so close to nature. You know, I just want to turn around, just walk into the screen, you know, and just take me a nice little walk, just back into it, you know? Wouldn't that be awesome if, well, they may have a way to do that now. You know, you see it in the movies. They put up something, and they just walk and disappear into it. Man, I tell you, we never know what's out there, right? So... Who's your walking partner? Who you strolling along through life with, right? Let's look at, let's get into it. Hebrews 11, 5 and 6. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had his testimony that he pleased God but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is that's the nice part right there that he is that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him short um verses there five and six but a lot of powerful material contained within that right so let's get into it Enoch pleased God right so let's look at that Hebrews eleven five 5 and 6 and it says in five right Enoch pleased God and you may be saying with Torah how did that happen how did he please them you know well, where's the foundation love seeing the ministry logo over there in the corner right the raw right for those of you that missed that you have to go back a couple of scopes right the revived hope authentic word ministry raw right that's that's what we're doing around here we're here to revive renew and, and just bring people back right wake people up and say hey. Let's get with it. Let's get with it. We got works to do. We got kingdom building. So let's look at it here. And we're going to go back to Genesis uh, 5, 21 through 24. And that's the great thing now about the scripture. It, it generally, if you find it in one part and, and you say, hmm, well, I want to know a little bit more about that. Well, in this case, you got to come out of the new and you got to go back into the old. You got to go back to the beginning, right? And who do we find there at the beginning? Enoch, Genesis 5, 21 and 24 when Enoch had lived 65 years he became the father of Methuselah man 65 years and he you know he's like oh I'm a daddy right after he became the father of Methuselah Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. man Enoch was keeping it going right 300 years and had other sons and daughters altogether Enoch lived a total of 365 years Enoch walked faithfully with God then he was no more because God took him away well the first one of the um parts that I really had to just kind of vegetate on there and say man 300 years, 365 years, that's three centuries of walking with God. Some of us can't make it from minute to minute, hour to hour, day to day. Enoch walked faithfully with God, 300 years. Come on now, somebody got to give it up for Enoch now, I mean three. 100 years and he lived a total of 365 365 that's three centuries y'all realize that right and so you have to ask yourself man as a CIA as a Christian in action can I walk that long you know if if time if they do figure that they ain't figured it out yet as I always say right that uh fountain of youth how to keep extending it you know we all got to check out at, at, at some time here we can't avoid it right but um you know they they had some long lifetimes back then right so and asking yourself man could i walk the walk as a cia as a christian in action for 365 years if i'm on struggle boulevard just trying to make it day to day come on now 365 three centuries ooh, and then some my god my god i tell you you know and then you may say well, Enoch had it easy back then, you know, they didn't have all the stuff, they didn't have the fart, uh, the, the smartphones, they didn't have all the drama that we have going on in this century, you know, it wasn't all the uh, corruption, you know, all the politics, all the greed, everything that's going on, well I beg to differ, because at that same time, uh, when Enoch lived, in that corrupt time to prove that what did god do he drowned the entire civilization uh, civilization there was a lot going on at that time right so we can't say that he, he had it easy he had it smooth because clearly god drowned the entire civilization uh civilization the receipts is right there all you got to do is go back and look right so then You may be saying, well, man, how do do I get to that point to where I please God the way that Enoch did, right? Well, you know, the wonderful part is I'm here to tell you, I'm always going to tell you, I ain't trying to keep any of this a secret, right? And I I have to impose this real quick before I move on. I love it when trolls come in and prove a point. Hey, Gabe, glad to see you. I believe it's the first time seeing Gabe on one of my scopes. Um... Man, I love when trolls come in and prove a point, because night before last, I had talked about when people see you, they need to be like, man, that's that's walking holy right there. Now that's a CIA. And the fact when I went back and reviewed last night's scope to see what all the commotion was, and the troll came in and said, oh, that's one of them religious nut jobs. All I could do is clap and say, thank you, God, that it shows, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if I could uh, thank that troll personally, I would i really would and if i had caught the comment then at that time i would have said well thank you thank you thank you because that is a compliment it's wonderful when trolls come in and they just some sort of they prove the point that you're talking about you're able to say see that's exactly what i'm talking about right there but a lot of the times you know they shake a lot of people you're like "Man, i don't know how to deal with this a lot of people have that fear of hitting the go live because of the troll Uh uh-uh mm mm. You deal with them, right? Because nine times out of ten, whatever you're talking about, they're coming in to prove, right? Or it's something that they need to hear, right? Or is Marilyn. What does Marilyn always say? Karen, Marilyn likes to block them in the name of Jesus. I don't bother them. I ain't got time to be interrupting my broadcast with that, right? Amen. So let's go on through this. But I wanted to put that in that I just had to be like, man, the troll proved my point. That's what I'm talking about. How do we please God? We walk with God in everything. And you may say, everything? Yes, everything, right? Have you ever asked somebody, hey, you want to go on a walk? And Then you guys start walking you're out there. It's all peaceful. Look how peaceful that is back there, right? You're out there walking you're strolling along they like how much further we got to go. It's hot out here Oh, I should have brought me some water. Oh, it's too hot. It's too cold man Well, why do we have to come this way? Can we take the shortcut through here, right? Uh, oh, it's too many bugs out here I'm thirsty. I'm hot. They just going through the list, right? And you trying to be on that walk and you're like why in the world did I bring you along on this walk? with me it would have been much more peaceful if I had just came by myself right so that's when I say who's our walking partner because sometimes we need to say you know what it's time for me to take that walk with God. I need that alone. I need God walking with me from sun up to sun down. That's what I need with me right now, right? And it's Amos three three. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? So what that also tells us is when we say I'm ready to walk with God, we have to be in full agreement with him it's not okay let's flip a coin okay heads i win tails you win god mm it is his will his way we have to be in full agreement it's not a compromise right walk with god in everything full agreement we must believe as that portion of scripture says right here Where's the, I believe it's in six. Yep, it's in six. We're looking at Hebrews 11 and six, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is right. And, and so what that's saying right there, if you're not sure he is, then how are you sure that he can be walked with? Right. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. You must know, right? You must believe. You It, it, it can't be about believing about, you can't be about God without truly believing in him, right? So that's saying that you don't seriously believe that the God of the Bible exists. You're walking along, but you're still not quite sure. Come on now, CIAs. That's not how any of this works. You have to have that full Faith, right? Like Enoch walked faithfully. He was without a doubt, right? And, and that's where it comes in, uh, because it's all about the relationship, right? A lot. This thing to me, the confusion seems to have come in because everything seems to be sucked in under the term of religion, right? You want the religion, but you don't want the relationship. You have religion, but you have no relationship. You don't have that relationship with God that you need to have on that walk you're saying I'm walking with God but it's a shallow relationship right you, you start walking with him and say hey let me run and catch up with you yelling up there hey hey hold up God I, I, you know what I need to talk to you today right when as soon as our eyes open that's when the walk starts from sun up to sundown right not sporadically it's not a part time thing it is a full time thing somebody hit me out there did I see my brother Jay coming to the building Hey, Jay, glad to see you, right? That's what we want. We want the religion but not the relationship, right? Religion told me I had to have this little card to be able to get in and do my uh, prison ministry and everything else that I want to do for the raw ministry, right? A uh, religion, man told me that I need to have this card that says Pastor L. Sprague. Man said that. Nowhere did I see within God's word that it told me that I needed any of that to be able to do what I'm called and anointed and appointed to do. But because that's how it goes, that's what I had to do. So I had to go get the little card and keep it in my wallet, right? To say, hey, pastor, had the thing that says clerk. You know, you got to go go through all of that. I didn't see all the apostles and everybody, John the Baptist saying, wait, hold up a minute. I know I done got off track here, but I'm gonna get back on. I didn't see John the Baptist saying, you know what? Can you stay right here in this water? I got to go over here and file my 5013C and I got to get incorporated first to call myself a ministry before I can baptize you. You promise, you are gonna stay right here. I gotta go over here and get incorporated before I can start my ministry. Come on now, somebody. I had to put that in. That's when you get caught up in the whole religion part of it. But what I'm looking for and what you should be looking for is the relationship. That's what we are looking for, right? works without faith that won't get you there that won't have it to you know you remember when stephen you remember at the end of acts well when, when, when the sky when you know when the clouds the heavens opened up and god's just like mm, just clapping you know that w- works alone mm-mm, that won't make that happen the way enoch you know how that story ends the way enoch is taken up you know what does the scripture say here um what does it say Uh, For before he was taken, he had his testimony that he pleased God. That's what it says, right? So it has to come after this. Yeah, I said after Monday. I'm from Mississippi now. And y'all can tell when I got, I should have put on my OBB shirt tonight. I'm telling you, you, you want the religion, but you don't want the relationship, right? Uh, you have religion, but you have no relationship. When I say, how's your walk? You know, how's your talk? I see you telling me this, but I see you over here doing this, right? I see you preaching this, but when you you come out the pulpit i see you over here doing this oh by my mind that's not how any of this works you must truly believe as the scripture highlights you must truly believe that he is and believe that when you said god and you asking him to walk with you, you must know that he's ready to walk. You just have to say, God, I'm ready for that walk. And he like, come on, you know what? I'm gonna wear my Asics today. You gonna wear your Pumas, Karen? You gonna wear your, what what you gonna wear? Or you might just say, you know what? That field looks real nice. I just wanna stroll with you barefooted today, Father God. And you might just go on a barefoot stroll. However, you wanna take the walk, but it needs to be a full-time walk. Come on now, somebody. Like I said, he ain't looking for them touch-based visits. You know how you have people, you, you ain't quite um, discarded of them because we know the portion of the scripture says don't do that, right? Um, but you, you just touch base with them when you need to. That's not how walking with God works. It is full time, it's not 50 50 custody, it's not 75% custody, it's not 25 uh, 75. That's not how any of that works. It's he wants full full custody of your life come on now we got to untwist this thing because we seem like we got some confusion here somewhere you must also let's look at um hebrews 11 6 again you must believe as it says he is real and he rewards the last part of that scripture says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him You must believe that he is a personal God, right? And that he does respond, right? If you can't hear him, maybe you need to walk a little bit closer. You need to get a little bit closer, right? Now... To prove that point, I could walk out of here and I could walk up to the front uh front front room, and I could keep talking, but you wouldn't be able to hear me right, but because I'm right here, I got a microphone here, I got a microphone that's sitting right here. You can hear me right, but I would need to be closer in order for you to hear me if I walked out of here and went about five six hundred feet away. Hey Amen, somebody with me, somebody keeping up with me out there, right? You see what i'm saying, so if you're saying well i I, I can't hear. Him. I, I'm, I'm not hearing Torah. I don't hear how you hear. Then you need to walk a little bit closer because He is a personal God that responds. Your belief activates His response, right? Y'all remember the Jerry Curl back in the day? You could put water on it. You could try and put Crisco on it. You could try and put everything under the sun on it. But the only thing that would make that Jerry Curl work right is what? The activator. Y'all remember it? Just grease everywhere, just dripping down everybody's back. Everybody's shirt's just covered with activator. y'all remember you go sit over somebody's house. y'all remember coming to America and you get up off of their sofa and it's just covered with your activator. People started putting plastic wrap on the back of their sofa. Yeah, that was real. Some people back home in Mississippi still have the plastic um on their furniture, on their nice Sunday sofa and chairs. Yes, 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 they still do, right? So that was the only thing. That would make you could put anything you could try blue magic drip drip that's right you could try anything that you wanted if you was running low and then you say you know what maybe I got about this much activator let me try and put a little water in the bottle Ch-ch-ch. Mm-mm, wouldn't work. Just be rolling off the, ha- just rolling. Out. It would not work. You needed that activator. Whatever they put in that solution, they was on it because they knew that you needed to go to the store to get that $3 and some bottle of activator in order for it to work properly, right? So God is saying, in order for it to work properly, you want to see the rewards. Thank you, Trish. Thank you. Glad to see you. You want to see, yeah. oh, Lord, my goodness. Mail had a Jerry Curl. A brother-in-law, Neil. Neil, brother-in-law, um, if you listen to this, I need to see some of them pictures of her with the jerry curl. I just uh, I just had to put that in there. Mm-hmm. I got some, y'all. I thought I was Michael Jackson with my jerry curl. I had one long curl in the front, then I had that thing cut in the back, um, almost like a mullet, and it had it hanging real long. I'll show y'all the picture one of these days when I find my college yearbook. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell me I wasn't Michael Jackson. I even had the glove for one hand. Sure did. And glued some sequins on it. I ain't gonna lie about it, right? So, if you, you're saying, how do I activate this thing? What's the activator? What's the juice that I need? It's your belief. It's your faith that activates his response, right? You're seeking to please him. The way the scripture says, um... Enoch, right? He, he received his testimony. Before he was taken, he had his testimony that he pleased God, right? You have to be ready to bring him into every aspect of your life, right? Those parts that you don't even tell your closest friend about. The things that you go to work, you try and hide them from your co-workers. That, those are the things that God wants to be a part of, right? Like I said, from sunup to sundown. From sunup to sundown. decision by decision step by step as you're walking as a CIA as a Christian in action every step that you take whether it's forward, whether you go to the left whether you go to the right, whether you decide to spin around in circles and try and chase your own tail, he needs to be there you need to say God am I spinning fast enough, do I need to spin the other way he needs to be in every decision, health, kids spouse, fiancés, whatever it is, Mama Moses hey, I didn't see you sneak up in here, glad to see you, money decisions, right, career, job decisions, family decisions, every aspect of your life, he needs to be involved in, 100% full-time walk, I'm telling y'all, that's exactly how this works, right, now, let's get to another part of it here, walking with God is going to require you to stand out, right CIA Christian in action it's gonna require you to stand out now Jay he pretty t- he look like he's pretty tall just even when he's sitting on scope I'm like man when I meet Jay I'm gonna have to bring my little step stool and be like so I can look up at and be like hey so I can get eye to eye and be like let's talk because right now it looks like you know I would need Jay to be sitting down in a chair so we could be eye to eye ain't no shame in it you know but that's all right you know that's all right but Walking with God is going to require you to stand out. Take a stand, right? This is where it comes in where you're going to be required if you're saying that you're walking full-time. Come on now. I can't know what I'm talking about. If you're saying that you're walking full-time with God, you on that stroll with him, right? Y'all out here in this pasture, y'all just going along, having a good old time, right? you just going through this field here. You're going to need to stand. I'm going to say this real slow. You're going to need to stand with the Scripture and not with the culture. I'm going to run it back. You're going to need to stand. You will be required to stand with the Scripture and not with the culture, not with society. You're going to have to stand up and take a stand. Let's look at another spot here. Uh, Let's go through it. Let's look at uh, Jude 14 and 15, right? Now, Enoch. I'm telling you he must he had to be really be something else. You know like I said 365 years. The man walked faithfully with God, right? Now, it says, if you look at Jude 14, um, it's at the end. For y'all that are (laughs) flipping through, right, you can just come on out that New Testament. uh, Jude is going to be that little short book um, that's right there before Revelations, right? Come on now, Christians. Come on now, saints, uh, CIAs. It's going to be that book that's right before Revelations. Revelations is the last book. Come on now, somebody. Uh, Help y'all out now. (laughs) Um, So let's look at Jude 14. Uh, Let's look here. And um, we're going to look at verses 14 through 15. Now, Enoch, the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men also saying, behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Come on, somebody. Come on now. You see how Enoch stood there? Jude's going back and saying, let me tell y'all about Enoch. Now, I want to put in something real important here. Let's look, uh, uh, before I get too far into it. If we look there, Enoch says, now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, why is that important? Can somebody tell me why that's important before I move on while I take me a drink? Somebody tell me why it was so important that Jude had to point out and say, wait a minute. I'm talking about Enoch, the seventh from Adam. I'm going to take me a sip and see if somebody can tell me here real quick. All right, I'm going to tell you. He pointed that out because there's two Enoch's in Adam's family. Jude wanted to be sure that you knew specifically the one that he was talking about. There was two. If you look at uh, Genesis 4 and 17, Enoch, the son of Cain, who had a city named after him. mm Mm-mm. Jude was not talking about him. Jude said, ain't who I'm talking about. You ever be trying to describe somebody uh, and they're like, no, that ain't the one. Mm-mm, that ain't the one I'm talking about. No, nope, that's not the one I'm talking about. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Jude did not want you to be confused. He said, now Enoch, the seventh from Adam. He wasn't talking about the one in Genesis 4 and 17. He wasn't talking about the one that was known to everybody, who was Enoch the son of Cain, who had a, like I said, he had a city named after him, right? There was, that's right, there was two Enochs. Jude's talking about the Enoch uh, that came uh, from, Ad- and incest generation. He was specifically talking about the seventh from Adam, the father of Methuselah. That's why he gave that clue in the end, the seventh from Adam. So he was like, don't get it twisted. I ain't talking about Cain's little boy. I'm talking about Methuselah's uh, Methuselah's daddy. That's who I'm talking about, the seven from Adam. Come on now, somebody. Let's learn tonight. He's saying, you saying, don't get it twisted. Now, it goes to show here, two people can have the same name, but be totally different in morals, principles, and everything else. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar with... um, the name Westmore. Show you the example here. Westmore. Westmore. There's two men named Westmore. There's actually a book, very good book, called The Other Westmore. Now, let me tell you about these two Westmores before we continue on. Um about Enoch, right? One name, Westmore, but two different faiths, uh faiths, two different principles here, right? One, they were born, they had a lot of similarities. Um, both of them were born just blocks apart. Both of them grew up fatherless uh, in Baltimore. Difficult childhood. Run-ins with the police, right? Um, and now, the difference here is one grew up to be a Rhodes Scholar, one Westmore. The other Westmore was convicted and is still in prison serving a life sentence for murder. So sometimes even though people have the same name, same first and last, they are two different people the same way. Even who was it? I believe it was Jay that said you can have twins. But their fingerprints are different. It's different. Amen? You're following me here. So you got to make sure. That's why Jude wanted to be specific and say, the seventh from Adam. Make sure you clear on which Enoch that I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about the one that has cities named after him, fame, and fortune. I'm talking about the one that was just simply walking with God. That's the Enoch that I'm talking about. Don't get it twisted, right? So he wanted to be clear about that. So then we have to look at that and say, man... Um, who do we want to know our name, right? Where does it truly count at, right? As Karen uh, talks about in her scopes, in that Lamb's Book of Life, that's where we need our name to be known. Uh, As we're walking with God, we need him. If somebody just whispers, and He like, ooh, somebody talking about my child, who talking about my child, right? We need, that's where it counts as to where our name is not recognized, not behind success, power, and privilege, right? And people, man, fleshly people, knowing our name, right? People can build all the buildings they want and name them after you put your name on the top, on the side, on the sidewalk. You can have 4,500 stars out on Hollywood Boulevard. It ain't going to matter in the end. Because if God don't walk by and recognize your name, as my grandma would say, huh, it don't make a matter. And i tell you how it don't make a matter if you look at Luke 13 and 27. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you where you are from depart from me all of you workers of iniquity come on now somebody that's what it's saying luke 13 27 you don't believe me go look it up the receipts right there so it don't matter how many buildings they name after you how many works you go out and do if your faith and, and your belief and your walk with god is shaky uh-uh if you ain't walking on the good path mm-mm. my grandma said it don't make a matter mm-mm. It don't matter at all right jay it don't make one matter so So again, looking back, it also shows us that Enoch wasn't under, he wasn't an undercover CIA, right? He wasn't an undercover Christian in action. You say, well, Torah, how do you know that? Well, right there in Jude 14, 15, he says, behold. The Lord comes, he prophesied, behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly, all of them in their ungodly deeds committed in an ungodly way. He lays it out. He doesn't mix any feelings about it. He is telling you, he is taking his stand and saying, this is what I'm saying, right? He's not standing with the culture of the times. He's standing with the scripture, right? Do you stand? With what the world accepts, right? Even when you know everything inside of you is setting off your 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 CIA radar, right? Your Christian in action radar, and you just sitting there looking like, man, I want to say something, but I don't. Ooh, mm, I'm a, mm, i am you know what I really, your radar just beep, 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 beep. It's like though, when you're going along, if you got one of those metal detectors, you know, uh, people like to take them out on the beach in Florida a lot, right? People losing jewelry and coins and stuff out there. Right? So it, that's the way it needs to be. The closer that we are with God, the more unrighteousness that disturbs us. It just make, it it, it just gets in you and starts, and you're like, Mm-mm, I got to do something about this. This is not right. This just uh-uh. uh, the scripture said no, this is not right. We just don't sit idle and act like we don't see, right? Or, or we take action, we come out from behind the scenes, we stop being undercover CIA's, right? If the only person on your job that knows you a Christian, that's not how any of this, if the only person that knows is you, that's not how any of this works. Uh-uh. That's problem. That is not how any of this works. You know, you're in the break room and you're like, ooh, let me get in here, let me pray over my lunch. And you're trying to pray with one eye open so don't nobody walk in. And if somebody do walk in, they're like, Oh, girl, you okay? And you like, yeah, I just, <laughs> I just had something in my eye. That's saying that you ashamed of God. If you can't step forth and stand up and stand with the scripture, right, and come away from what the culture is saying, what society is now saying is okay, what they say is okay. You said, no, you may say as man that that's okay. But when I look at my scripture, my scripture says that is not okay. And the one thing that I know is, uh, that the uh, grass withers and the flower falls away, but the word of my God will stand forever. So I don't care what that stuff is, you talking, you ain't making no holy high pepper sense. Not at all, right? So, w- when we sit by and act like we don't see and hear these things, right? That's not walking in agreement with the Lord. It- it's just not, right? If we're walking with Him, we aren't compromising our morals, right? We aren't settling and accepting and going with just what's popular, right? We're not worried about that. The only thing we worried about is walking that walk and making sure that we're close enough because we know, right? As Joshua said in 24 and 15, he was like, I don't care what any of y'all do. Joshua said, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods, your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates. Are the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. That's how that needs to go down, right? That, that, that's the only way. For as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15, right? And as I said, well, the closer you are with God, the more that radar goes off, right? That unrighteousness, even within our own lives, when we do something or we say something, it's just like beep, 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 beep. It just starts going off, and we're like, oh, you know what? Mm. I done convictualated myself on that one. I got to repent for that one, right? We we, we start becoming a little bit more conscious, right? We stop making it a private walk. It's a public walk, right? It also, instead of becomes a quick fix, like a temporary diet to lose a few pounds, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a lifestyle. And it, 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 it was a lifestyle for Enoch. And you say, well Tor, how do you come to that conclusion? Well, 365 years, 365 years. The scripture says, for he was taken he had for before he was taken, he had his testimony that he had pleased God. And if you go back in Genesis, it breaks down how Enoch walked the walk faithfully with God, right? It wasn't temporary, it became a lifestyle. What was the reward? What was Enoch's reward? I tell you, it, it gives it to you in both Hebrews 11 and 5 by faith. Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was found and was not found because God had taken him. In Genesis 5:24, Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. It's almost like they were strolling along, walking, just going along. And God was like, you know what? We've been walking a while. Why don't we just going on up? Sound good to you? you've been real faithful. You've been a good and faithful servant. Let's just go on up. You ain't got to go through any of those agonies or any of those pains of death. You've done well. Do you know how well that man had Enoch you know, had to have done? God said, you're you going to bypass that? We just going to go on up. They took him away. His wife was probably at home. You know they say he kept on having kids back in Genesis and was like, go get your dad. Tell him dinner's ready. And they like, he ain't nowhere to be found. Why could they not find him? Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. That's a faithful life right there. And you may be saying, well, Torah, how do I start this walk? The same way with babies. When they first start learning how to walk, They're a little wobbly, right? You have to assist them. And they walk a little bit better. And they get one foot in front of the other as they start going. Start, you know, just start walking. And say, God, I need your support. I want to move from being just one of those religious Christians. I want to be a walking Christian. I want to walk down that path. You know, I'm tired of just being a Sunday Christian. I'm ready to go 365, 24-7. Making it a practice. A lifestyle adjustment when you wake up from sun up to sundown, saying, God, show me your will for my life. God guide my steps. God open my mind to your thoughts. Father God, help me to make the right decisions today. Father God, show me who it is that I need to relate to. How do I need to speak to them? How am I going to reach them, right? You're walking with him. His lead, right? He's leading and you're following. You're walking close enough that you hear when he speaks. Even if it's just a mumble, just barely talking. You're like, I heard that. I got you. I got you. That's how we do it, right? Having faith in God being spiritually minded, having that fear of God that it talks about in Psalms 147 and 11, studying and following Jesus Christ's example, obeying God, and most of all saying, God, I'm going to do your will and only your will, right? So I close this out with, if you can't hear him, walk a little closer. Start walking a little bit further, adding a few more steps. The same way we keep track on these watches and we put on the little clickdometers, you know, whatever you call them, and you're counting the steps. Start counting your steps on that walk with God, right? That's my message for y'all tonight. I love y'all. Until tomorrow night, walk good. Do good. Be good, right? I love y'all. Be purposeful. Be intentional. Say, I'm ready to take this walk, right? I'm done just walking part-time and calling on him when I need him. I'm ready for full-time service as a CIA, Christian in action. All right, I love y'all. Tornado, I'm out of here. You all know the Torah. Tornado,